Pod Books with Anita S. J. Asmi, Not the End Chronicles Chapter 20 About a month later, just when I was soaking in my new role as a project manager, relaxing in my new house, and just about slowly accepting my new lonely future, I was surprised again. My Didi and Bhai wanted to speak to me and Puneet together. Since I was vacillating for long, they had requested Puneet. He came down to see me in my office, surprising me, literally. Sorry, I should have called before dropping by, but I didn't know your extension. And you do not have a mobile, he said formally. Yeah, and I don't have a landline too, as yet. I blabbered. Bhai had called up. He wanted to know from me what is wrong. He said in an even doubt tone, I... I'm sorry, I tried my best to keep them from talking to you, but... I fumbled. I'm not accusing you. I didn't know what to tell him. I didn't know what you had told them. But from what I gathered, Bhai was upset that I blamed you for not conceiving. He looked straight into my eyes to let me know he was hurt. I didn't mean you. I told them your family blamed me. I'm sorry. I... I meant my apology. Blaming me wasn't entirely a lie, he said flatly, adding, Bhai wants to discuss things with both of us. He said he will call on my cell at 10.30 tonight. He looked away, giving me time to think. His place would mean he would have to drop me back, so I suggested my place. I offered making dinner so we could work on our arguments. He agreed. Our first ever dinner alone, together. But it didn't seem awkward at all. I didn't take time to remember what he preferred and he genuinely appreciated the food I made. Now came the most difficult part. How to present our differences to Bhai and Didi when we had none? There was only mutual respect for each other and maybe some misunderstanding. Shall we say we are trying to sort out? I suggested. What's the use postponing the inevitable Asmi? He asked. You mean divo- separation? I said, fumbling at the harshness of the word. Do you care to stay with me? He asked, setting an accusatory gaze on me. Clearly shocked by his matter-of-fact response, I looked down at my toe. What kind of compensation are you expecting? He asked his tone, business-like. I'm not expecting anything. I collected my old practical self and said confidently. Are you not regretting the past that you wasted in my house? He asked. Yes, but Puneet? I can give you a share from my Rajasthan property and some money. This house here will... His voice was now slightly giving away the fear he felt and impulsively I stopped him by placing my hand on his. I don't want compensation. I said cutting in. He shot an angry look at me but I managed not to look away. If you don't want compensation then what do you want as me? Revenge? He asked. I could clearly see his efforts in keeping his tone still under control. I could feel the undercurrents of anger flaring inside him and I shuddered from within. Puneet, I am not at all angry with you. I only... Pity you. Is it not? It is through your pitying that you are drawing your revenge. 
that satisfying or you need more you want me to feel shameful for ruining your life to die of guilt that i didn't even secure your future he asked in a voice that crackled with anger i feel bad that samantha left you i feel sad that you lost the baby but it is not just pity puneet i understand your pain i do care for you i had said it i couldn't believe i said it he looked at me suspiciously for a long moment then composing himself he said i'm sorry we need to go through the separation amicably you have always understood my side and it is my turn to make it easier for you to move on i'll tell bhai we try to sort things out but it is best for both of us to go our separate paths as always you seem to eager to get rid of me i said my eyes held his for a moment but he was searching my face so intensely i had to look away as if you are not eager and happy to move on with your life he gave back somewhere in the back of my mind i knew he was assuming i intended to move on with mike i wanted to tell him i was never interested in mike but i didn't want him to keep this marriage going for my sake clearly since he didn't care for me at least in that particular way it was 11 pm bhai had not called yet we didn't know if we should so we sent a message to which bhai answered that he got busy and he would call tomorrow i'll be here at 10 pm tomorrow don't take the trouble over dinner he said i like cooking for you unless you have other plans i suggested don't you have other plans he asked with a frown food will be ready at 9 o'clock i said without heeding to his curiosity I discussed with Mike about Puneet's eagerness for separation and his magnanimous offer. His furrowed brows showed that he was finally convinced about Puneet's disregard for me. When I added recalling Puneet's going all the way to do a reference check on him, he smiled a naughty smile. When I prodded, he told me that Puneet was doing exactly what I had done. He was steering clear from my way, assuming Mike to be my future. I had told you this could backfire. Your backing out made him realize he needs you in his life. He said laughing loudly. I really meant well for them. I was the biggest barrier between them and perhaps I should have got out earlier than I did. But for a whole lot of complicated reasons I couldn't. I didn't expect him to mean well for us. All your fault. You overplayed that day at your house when he had come already worried and tired after looking for me the entire morning. I said I agree my fault. Let me think of a way out now. He said raising both his hands up in surrender. I couldn't trust his ways and I warned him not to meddle. But Mike was Mike after all. He dared to drop at my place unannounced exactly half an hour after Puneet that evening. My panic at seeing Mike at my door made a really bad impression on Puneet. He almost excused himself out. What do you want Mike? Why you here? I asked in a clipped tone. I wanted to discuss a personal issue with you Asmi. He said looking wearily at Puneet making him uncomfortable. "My, could it wait for tomorrow?" I asked my gaze flitting between Puneet and him. "It was sort of urgent, but you seem busy." Scratching his forehead as if indicating the urgency, Mike stayed put. "I'll go out for a smoke, Asmi. Excuse me, Mike." Puneet said abruptly vacating the chair. "Puneet, you can smoke in here. I don't think Asmi will mind." He threw a casual glance my way to find me glaring at him angrily. Puneet's gaze kept flitting between me and Mike, unable to decide whether to stay or go. Perhaps curiosity won over, and he stayed to listen. Asmi, remember I told you about Rini's aunt? We were fighting for her custody. 
I thought of uh, I thought of a sensible offer to make to her. I am sure she won't be able to refuse. Mike said more like talking to Puneet than to me. What? I asked remembering the case where he had won Rini's custody. I was going to offer marriage. What do you think, Asmi? He asked slyly looking at Puneet. I don't know, but I thought she hates you. I said, she did, not anymore after knowing I changed. He said awkwardly keeping the details out of the conversation. Rini's happy with the idea. He added with a warm smile. I think if you're not doing it only for Rini, if you truly feel happy with her, then you should go ahead. I said thoughtfully. I always knew I could be happy with her, but you know, her opinion about me, that was holding me back. He said, hinting at his past when he made Rini feel unwanted. This aunt was then only 14 year old. She had witnessed his hateful finger pointing at his mother. As soon as she turned 18, she filed a case for Rini's custody. But by then Mike and Rini had become inseparable. I was happy that Mike could win over Phoebe's heart. She seemed perfect for him. Mike, if this works out, I'll be very happy for you. When are you planning to speak to her? I added, right away. She is with Rini now. He said fidgeting with his fingers nervously or acting nervous. Then what are you waiting for? Go. I said swatting his arm. Right ambiance asked me. I'm waiting for her to put Rini to bed. If I reach home before she's stuck to bed, she is never going to let us talk. He said glancing at his watch. All the best, Mike. Puneet said, surprising us with his rarest of smiles. His pupils had dilated as though amazed or surprised or both. Mike winked at me when Puneet wasn't looking before leaving my house. A mad man I thought he was, but there was a method to his madness. Puneet and I hardly had time to discuss our separation before bhai's call. Here, you go first. He handed me the phone. We waited for your call yesterday. I said for small talk's sake. Yeah, I'm sorry. Preeti, Prashant, Anand, Priyanka, they stayed back. So... He said, his voice trailing away. Your Didi is snatching the phone away. Here, talk to her. But I'll talk to Puneet. Bhai insisted. Hi, Didi. I said. Hi and hellos for other days, Asmi. Tell me what's going on, please. She begged. Sorry, Didi. It's not working. We are planning to separate. I uttered the word separate as though I was at a gunpoint. Without waiting for Didi's response, I threw the phone in Puneet's lap and stomped out of the room to hide my flustered face. Hello? I heard Puneet say. Listening to just Puneet's side of the conversation was enough for me to guess what Pai must be talking. No, Pai, she's not to blame, I know. I have nothing to complain about her. It's always been me in the wrong. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry for Masa's behavior. I am. I know. Bhai, she would never have taken such extreme step, but... Yeah, I promise. Bhai, I'll try to sort this out. I'll try to make it up to her, if she lets me. I don't want divorce. I swear, Bhai, but I can't bear to see her unhappy with me. Puneet! I cried, my voice barely audible, but he looked up at me for a brief second. I was standing leaning on the door between the living room and kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same time. Yeah. Good night. Oh, good morning. He said while disconnecting the line. He sat there covering his face to erase his expressions while I was frozen where I stood. 
in some time he popped out of his chair and went straight to the door bhai is going to call again next week see you then he was out of sight before i could even think of stopping him asmi not the end chronicles by anita sj to be continued